All right, welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator podcast. My name is Josh Lyon, and I am your host, and I am so glad you're with me today because today's episode is going through imposter syndrome. We are going to talk about some of the issues that we all face as course creators, as educators, and how to get through, push through some of that and some of the tools that I have found that have really, really helped me get through my imposter syndrome, because this is something that everyone faces. We are not the only industry. We are not the only creators. We are not the only people who face imposter syndrome. So we're going to talk about that and what it means inside your business to overcome that. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon, and we're here to help online educators transform the lives of their students while also growing a business that gives them freedom and purpose in their lives. So imposter syndrome generally comes from the fear of not knowing enough, right? You think, I don't deserve to be teaching people. I don't have the authoritative knowledge in a particular area to to give them direction. And that is, I mean, that's a common thought. And a lot of, the truth is that a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have, there's no, um, there's not always some kind of certification or you know, master's degree in what we're teaching as our online course. Now, sometimes there is some, look, some course creators, they do have their masters and whatever. Some of them are self-taught. I'm not saying that you should go and teach open heart surgery through an online course, but I do know some doctors who have online courses for doctors to help them pass their uh, tests and their, and their bar, um, it's not bars for a doctor, but their, their boards and everything like that. So there is opportunity there. And what I want to clarify is that as long as you are one step ahead of the people behind you, you can guide them down the path. As long as you're one step ahead. And this requires a bit of a mindset shift, mindset shift, mindset shift from considering yourself some kind of professor, um, really high-end, complete base of knowledge type of person, to more of a guide, to more of a helpful guide, showing them the journey, showing them the steps that you took, helping them uncover where they should go. It's not about being the ultimate. It's about being helpful and, and helping them learn what they want to learn because they're coming to you because of your experience and your results. We'll get to that in a minute as well, but they're coming to you because of you, not necessarily because you went to Harvard or Columbia and, and you, you got a degree in this kind of thing. That's kind of what we're getting away from in this model, in this world is that education first, um, kind of focus we're allowing, we're, we're creating an environment 
where more people can get educated about things without going into college debt, without getting a university degree, and they can make an impact in the world. So you have to really shift that mindset and take the pressure off of you from being some kind of ultimate, um, you know, of uh, some, I don't even know what to call that, you know, being the wizard or the, the, the professor or something like that. Like, be the guide, be helpful, share your knowledge, share your experience. And the other thing is, if you are always learning and growing yourself, then you have less to worry about because you're always building new ideas to teach. You're always experimenting with new things. You're bringing new things to your community. If you're always allowing yourself to um, help others and get into problems that are difficult to solve, you're going to have more and more to offer to your students in your community. And that, I mean, that's just going to connect you to them more because there's always going to be new issues. There's always going to be new problems. And some people are going to have the same problems over and over again. But as you grow and you're able to teach those better and build frameworks and really learn the best way that people absorb your information, it's, it's going to just make you all the more valuable to them. Because you may, not, you may not be the type of person who is always at the cutting edge. You may be the person who's really figuring out, okay, well, what actually worked? You know, what, I tried this, I tried this. This is what actually worked. This is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So give yourself some grace. Understand that you don't have to know everything. The next thing I want to share with you is that the power of connection is honestly more important than the knowledge that you hold. Your ability to understand your audience, connect with your audience, that is so much more enticing to them. It's so much more attractive than just coming off like an expert, okay? Like, like putting yourself on a pedestal and saying, you lowly folks are going to learn from me. It's so much more attractive to be able to connect with them and understand where they're coming from. And when you do this, you're getting on their level. You're allowing them to see, okay, this person has been there. They have been where I've been. They've gone through these difficulties. They know how to guide me because you're being vulnerable with the struggles that you had. You're not trying to act like you were perfect. Um, the best teachers that you probably ever had were probably the ones who took time and actually were honest with you and spent time with you and really kind of had a one-on-one -on -one relationship with you. I mean, those were definitely my favorite teachers. Those were the ones who I could walk into their office and say, hey, I'm having an issue with this. And they'd say, oh, totally understand. Let me tell you something. I have done that multiple times. Here's what I've learned to do. Those type of people the ones who share their personal stories and, and really helped me understand from their point of view, those were the ones that impacted me the most. So don't feel like you have to be um, on a pedestal. You need to be willing to work with people. And that means you can't be afraid to share your personal stories, your values, the results you got, whether they were successes or failures. You need to be open with those kinds of things. 
And you need to be willing to share those because that makes you a real person. It adds context. It adds just realness to the journey that you've been on. One tip I will say for engaging with your audience is Q&As. When you're trying to get into this headspace of being a guide, of, of sharing your personal stories, offer Q&A sessions. Offer the ability for people to come and talk to you and ask you questions, whether that be in a live format or maybe it's like you have a, a form submittal or a video ask or something. Get in the habit of, of offering that because not only is it going to allow you a chance to share those stories, allow you to make those connections, but it's also going to give you that feedback loop that I talk about a lot where you're actually building on, everything you build is based on what your students want and what your students need. Okay, let's get into tools that help overcome imposter syndrome. And the one that I want to talk about is the unique value proposition. What is a unique value proposition? It is a statement that you use that clearly defines who you are, who you help, how you help them, and, and what results that is. And this can be a paragraph long. It can be a sentence long. Generally for like a homepage or something, you're going to condense this down into a short, I help blank, do blank without blank. But you can write as much about this as you need to for you to feel clear on, on what you're providing. This has majorly helped me, majorly helped me understand and be confident about what I do and who I help so that I internally am more focused on that ideal person so that I'm not wishy-washy and jumping all around, which I've been wishy-washy anyway. But um, you would be surprised how much imposter syndrome is simply lacked, is simply connected to a lack of direction and definition of what you do and who you help. By having this and knowing who you help, it, it's not just that you're putting it out there in your marketing and your copy. It's even more about internal direction. Okay. So how you feel about yourself, how you're guiding yourself down this path, where you're aiming your goals at. Um, it's so helpful for that, but it also gives you a reason to really explore the pain points and the issues that your audience needs and learn how they speak so that you are writing this in their voice. This is not about your voice. This is about their voice. This is about them and what they need and, and how you can best provide that, okay? So how do you craft a UVP or a unique value proposition? First, you have to understand your audience's pain points. Like I said, you've got to understand what the main issue is that that you're trying to solve. Now, every, every large struggle probably has a few pain points under it. It's like, oh, well, I want to increase my revenue by $10,000 a month. Okay, what are all the pain points that fall under increasing your revenue by $10,000 a month? Why aren't you doing that? How can we break that down and figure out what each of those problems that you face are? And then you want to identify your unique approach because understanding how you're valuable Understanding how you approach a problem and, and, and the things that you can give, that's what makes you you. That's what makes you 
helpful to these people. So you need to understand that you have a unique approach. And if that's something that you can write out in this unique value proposition, then please do so. If you can name that approach, if you have some kind of acronym for that approach or, or something like that, use it. And integrate your unique qualities. Are you someone who are, you're, you're super caring? Are you super analytical? Are you confident? Um, do you do things through humor? You know, really work in what makes you, you into this business. Because if it's not, then it's not going to be, it's never going to really feel good. And then the last thing, number four, is combine all of these to really create this UVP. So I'm going to give you a few examples of UVPs um, in this education space that I found, some of them I wrote, some of them I found. So I'll, I'll uh, give you a few examples. One, I help frustrated dog owners to train their canines in a way that maintains a loving and trust-filled relationship with their best friend. Okay, so you see how um, they know who they're helping. They're frustrated dog owners. Um, they're doing it in a way that maintains a loving and trustful relationship. You could even go a little bit deeper into that and say something like, I help them train their canines as service dogs, or I help them train their canines um, to be well-behaved or, or, or whatever, um, or to do tricks. I don't know. I don't know what you want your dog to do. Um, and to, can, to maintain a loving and trusting relationship with their best friend, okay? The best friend being the dog. You might clarify that. Uh, here's another one. I guide long-term business owners through the selling process of their organization so that they can enjoy retirement, knowing their company is in the right hands. That, to me, having worked with small business owners who are eventually going to sell their business and retire, those people have worked their entire lives to build this business, and they want to know that it's going to be in good hands, that it's going to be taken care of, that the customers that they've built over their career are not just going to be, you know, mistreated or anything. Um, and I've got a few short forms too. This is one from, you might know, Piano in 21 Days. I help regular people learn to play their favorite songs with the fastest online piano course. That's a very condensed, that's, that's what I meant. Like you, you might write a paragraph and then you condense it down into just a sentence so that you can use it on your homepage. And it's very, very clear. Um, so yeah, so those are some examples of this UVP and what you can do with it. Notice that they, they identify the target audience that you're trying to serve. They talk about the, what you help them achieve and how you help them achieve it, the way in which you help them achieve it. It doesn't have to be your whole process. It just can be, you know, with love and care or, or confidence and, and suave de vivre or, or whatever, you know, or humor. And so how you do it and then what you help them achieve and the result of that. What do they get out of it when they're done with this? You know, what is, what is going to happen? You're going to retire and, and be able to enjoy it. Um, you're going to, you know, have a best friend who, who wants to go everywhere with you. Um, you're going to be able to play piano in front of your friends and family and, and any of the, your favorite songs in front of the friends and family and really, um, you know, feel really cool. So, um, you know, there's just so many things with this, but 
you really want, first, you want to write it out for yourself. You want this to be, if it's a paragraph, it's two paragraphs, whatever. Then later on, you can condense that down. Heck, you can even have chat GPT condense it down if you want to. Um, so understanding this is going to guide you a little bit better and it's going to give you the confidence that you want. All right. In closing, understand that you don't have to be the expert. You are the guide. If you are the expert, great. No judgment there. But being the guide is okay. Being the guide is enough. So let yourself, especially if you're just starting this, let yourself just be the guide. Be the host of the party. Remember that connecting is more important than being on a pedestal. Spend time with your audience. Share your stories. Be authentic. Come up with that unique value proposition so that you mentally are guided in what you are doing. Always toward your ideal audience, the problems that they have, and the way that you do it. Um, and go look at some other people's. Go, go find some other online course creators and look at their UVPs or, or you know, if they, if they have one in place. And go look and see how they've described themselves. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Courses with Josh and on TikTok at Courses with Josh as well. And I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.